Austin still has a lot of fight in his game. Straight ahead on Locked On Caps. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash NHL60 and use code NHL60 for 60% off plus free shipping at HelloFresh. In this edition of Locked On Capitals, we know the Capitals are out of it. There is 0.0% chance that they will make it to the playoffs, but don't tell that to Tom Wilson. He still brings the physicality game in and game out, and that's what we love about Tom Wilson. Then we'll talk about what should the Capitals prioritize. Many people say they need a forward. Some people say they need a defenseman. Some people have even said they need a goalie. Then later in the show, we will talk about Hendrick Slopier and how he's just really popping off the page as of late. But just to get it going here, Tom Wilson, one of the things that we love about him the most is the physicality. He is not afraid to drop the gloves with anyone. And, you know, there are a lot of players out there that if their team was out of playoff contention, they would just kind of stick to their own and just kind of bide their time until the end of the season. Not Tom Wilson. He continues to bring that physicality game in and game out, no matter that the Capitals are out of the playoffs, endearing himself to the fan base and proving to everyone why he should one day be the captain of your team. And I, that's my assessment as well. This piece in NBC Sports Washington, even with the season winding down and now the Capitals have been eliminated from postseason contention, Wilson has made his presence felt over the last few games, particularly on the physical front. In addition to registering stirring a point on both of their goals in the Caps 4-2 loss to the Florida Panthers on Saturday. He also, he also led the team in hits four of them, shots four in penalty minutes four. And again, that is what we love about Tom Wilson. Not only, people like to pigeonhole him all the time. They're like, well, he's just a tough guy. He's like a Reeves. He's like a Maroon. Neither one of those guys can score goals on a consistent basis like Tom Wilson can. He was in the top of the Capitals in goals last season, so obviously he is has a high skill set as far as goal scoring is concerned. Also great leadership qualities. I know this season was a bit of a one-off, if you will, because, well, he missed a bulk of the season due to injury. But in his time back, he has definitely made his presence known, and that's what we love about Tom Wilson. He's a great player to play with, Dylan Strom said after the game. He's a great guy to have on your team and not a very fun guy to play against. 
He had some big hits. His mo- his turns his momentum for us uh, in tons of ways on the ice. He kills penalties and plays on the first power play unit. That is a good hockey player. And he checks off all the boxes that you have out there for what you're looking for in a hockey player. Tom Wilson has it. And as much as, you know, all of the other 31 other teams in the league say that they don't like him, they would kill to have a guy like Tom Wilson on their team, uh, a true enforcer, um, you know, and just an intimidator. You know, you think of many situations where all he has to do is skate in the area and, you know, things kind of just dissolve. That's one of the things that we like about it. There's a pride putting on the jersey every night playing in the NHL, playing for an organization like this, Wilson said. The motivation should be there to go out there and try to win on home ice on Saturday night. They have a bunch of pests over there and make it easy to get up for the game. But other than that, we just want to win games. And that means winning games even when you know you're out of it. That is a true sign of maturity, and it really just speaks to the fabric of who Tom Wilson is, and that is why the Capitals should prioritize signing him sooner than later. Next season is his last season for the Capitals that he's under contract after that. He's a UFA. So some big questions. Not really a question for me. There is no question uh, that the Capitals do need to give him a new deal. Wilson has spent 28 minutes in the penalty box over his last five games, including 17 in Thursday's 6-2 loss over the Canadians for instigating after he took an exception to hit on Nick Dowd. Then Saturday, he was called for roughing after Panthers right wing Giovanni Smith swung at him from the bench, prompting them to both drop the gloves. A cheap shot. You know, that's one of the things that you don't like to say uh, out there. And ultimately, if he, you know, gets a penalty for something like that, I'm on board with that. You can't be taking cheap shots. Honestly, I don't know what's going on for like rules wise. Wilson said the other night I ask a guy to fight. I square up. I get 17 minutes. I get, uh, excuse me. I get punched from the bench on the way on a line change and we kill three consecutive penalties. So it's tough. You try and go out there and work as hard as you can and take pride in your game. But things happen and kind of had it a bit of that, uh, a playoff feel when we were getting chippy and there were some big hits and stuff, but I'm just trying to get out of my head and down to work. And that's one of the things I think has spilt over uh, from last season. As we know, the Capitals were eliminated in the first round of the playoffs against the Florida Panthers. I think that's just Tom's DNA and his nature. Head coach Peter Laviolette said he plays that kind of game. He plays physical. We count on him for a lot of different things, penalty kill and power play and physicality and toughness and offense, all those things. And so we count on him for a lot of different things. He seems to have gotten better. The more he's played, the more natural and comfortable he seems getting away from the injury he had at the beginning of the year. And there was, you know, a bit of a noticeable thing out there where he was kind of, you know, babying his knee a little bit, not babying, but you know, um, after you, you know, and I can speak to this, if you face any type of injury, like I broke my arm once, you're a little bit slow to just get back at it using that arm. Same thing goes for his knee, uh, a substantial injury. He missed a lot of time. It required surgery. Um, and he was just a little slow to put a lot of pressure on it, but he has since stepped up and despite how this season will be seen for years to come. He has been one of the, you know, the bright and shining pieces on this team. And that's why we are forever, forever in his debt. And we, again, we really got to find a way to get Tom Wilson under contract. We don't want to wait till the last moment. So Brian McClellan, if you're listening to this show, 
or watching it, put it on your list of priorities to give Wilson a new contract. He deserves it. All right, so after the break here, we are going to talk about what should the Capitals prioritize uh, in this offseason. Many people say goaltending. People say, you know, defense, offense. What should the Capitals prioritize? We'll talk about that straight ahead. Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back, and there's no better place to get on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet and bet up to $1,000. Join FanDuel.com slash on. sign up, place your bet, first bet, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. So don't miss out on your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In this next segment here, I hear a lot of things and I have my own thoughts about what the Capitals should prioritize this offseason. There was a piece here that where they were talking about in the Bleacher Report, what the Capitals should prioritize. Um, better injury luck next year would go a long way for the Capitals team that lost Nick Backstrom, TJ Oshie, and Tom Wilson, Anthony Mantha, and John Carlson for a significant portion of the 22-23 season. A better year from prize-free agent signing Darcy Kemper would also help. But even if those things don't happen, the Capitals might still need to do something about their center depth because there are serious questions about their top two players in the position and Backstrom and Evgeny Kuznetsov. What is one of the things that we know Baxter missed a line share of the season recovering for from a hip resurfacing procedure? What is one of the things we know about Evgeny Kuznetsov? Rumor has it he wants out of D.C. The issue um, for Backstrom, for one, is his health. He is 35 years old this season and has missed significant time the past two seasons because of injury and has not been the same impact player he was at the peak even when he has been on the ice. His days as an elite player and a top-tier center for a Stanley Cup contender are probably in the rear view. Kuznetsov, meanwhile, has not really been a top-tier player for a couple of years now and had a brutal 22-23 season. He entered play on Saturday with just 12 goals while also having some of his worst defensive impacts of any forward on the team. With Backstrom's health being uncertain and Kuznetsov playing not being where it needs to be, the Capitals need help down the middle. Kuznetsov has been mentioned in trade speculation prior to the 21-22 season, and it might be the time for the Capitals to revisit that. So, Again, you know, that is one of the things I spoke about on the show about my three untouchables. I'm circling around. I'm coming back to it. And people are just blown away when I list Nick Backstrom is not one of the untouchables. Why? The same thing. I'm hearing this more and more. It was my assessment, and now I'm hearing it from the Bleach Report. I hear from all these different sources. Let's face it. I will never you know, look past Nick Backstrom's many contributions to this team, um, his many contributions to making Alex Ovechkin the player that he is. But let's face it, he is on the back nine of his career in the NHL. He had a a major hip resurfacing procedure. And, you know, for me, it's noticeable, kind of like what they're talking about in this article, that he is not the same player now 
that he once was. He came back and, you know, he came back in January when many people didn't think he was going to come back until the end of the season or perhaps the beginning of next season. So kudos and hats goes off to him for coming back earlier, but he just doesn't seem to be quite the same Nick Backstrom that he has been before. Now, Evgeny Kuznetsov, we know about Kuznetsov. It's my assessment that if he wants out, let him out, you know, don't give him away, of course, but bundle him in a deal, maybe with Anthony Mantha um, or something like that, and just get a really great return uh, because the center depth is a bit of concern when you take a look at this team and who's left at the center position. Now, there are players out there that would are fighting for those jobs. You know, you take a look at McMichael, for example, or like a Hendricks LaPierre, something like that. There are two players there that are down in Hershey. Are they up for a challenge of being a top-tier center? That I'm not so sure. I would kind of peg them more as more of a third line or maybe even to start a fourth line center. Um, so I know that, you know, you want to think that, you know, McMichael's going to shoot to the moon. That doesn't make sense. I think that he does have a spot on this team, perhaps, depending on how he does in camp. But I don't think that we should set his goals that high. That is a little bit high for someone like McMichael, who hasn't really pro uh, proved uh, himself to the organization or the fans that his ceiling is that high. It's my belief, and we've talked about that a lot in the show, that Brian McClellan needs to go out and sign a top-tier forward or you know center, something like that. Someone to really help contribute in the goal-scoring department because, like I spoke of, Alex Ovechkin cannot do everything. So it is interesting. Brian McClellan does have some big questions to answer. Some people have also pointed to the fact that maybe they would have a more viable option in a Hunter Shepard as a number two netminder. Maybe bundle Charlie Lindgren. I can't believe we're saying this a year later, but, you know, I, I didn't think the Capitals were going to be this poor uh, this season. So anything is, is you know, pretty much possible. Maybe maybe bundling, you know, a Charlie Lindgren or, you know, we talked about Kuznetsov and Mantha and some people have even thrown in Protus, which I'm a little bit, um, I'm not all in on moving on from Protus. I think that, you know, he still can refine his game a little bit and maybe help out this team. He is a, a younger guy, so there's hope there. So it kind of fits the narrative of wanting to get younger. So I wouldn't be so quick to move on from Protus. Um, he's not one of my untouchables. Don't get me wrong. I would be listening, be willing to listen to offers, but I wouldn't be like my first reaction is to, to get Protus out of here. But let's face it, this team has missed the playoffs for the first time since 2014, like I've spoke of ad nauseum on the show. Big things need to change. And even though you fondly remember, you know, you get the warm fuzzies when you think of Ovechkin and Backstrom and Oshie and all these guys, it's not the same team anymore. It's an older team, just like we're all getting. We're not all quite as good as we used to be. I think the Capitals could learn from that and uh, try to get this team better before next year. Because next year, despite the fact you know, that uh, they're they're facing some major changes. I do want this team to be competitive at the end of the day, and I think Brian McClellan knows what to do. All right, so after the break here, we're going to talk about Hendricks LaPierre and how he's been playing really great as, as of late. We'll talk about that straight ahead. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So oftentimes we hear Hendricks LaPierre and Connor McMichael in the same sentence or paragraph, shall we say. And why is because they are considered two of the crown jewels of the Washington Capitals organization down in Hershey. The future of the Capitals, if you will, if they can find a way to 
you know, uh, get that kind of success that they've had down in Hershey, up in DC, or up, yeah, up in DC. You understand what I'm saying here. So, Hendrick Slop here, Connor McMichael have shown flashes of greatness. Can they continue and extend out that flash, you know, for an entire season? Hendrick Slop here, though, he has elevated his game and he got rewarded with three goals uh, over the week of uh, the weekend. Excuse me, this piece here uh, in Nova Caps. It was relatively quiet two month stretch for the Caps first round draft pick. Hendrick Slop here, he scored his 10th goal of the 22-23 season on January 14th, but then went all of February and most of March without a goal. That was then, and this is now Lapierre's two-month scoring drought has not only come to an end, but it looks like he is finally finding his stride in returning to the high level of play he demonstrated at the beginning of the season. The AHL rookie even recorded his first professional hat trick on Saturday. We're starting to see it come together for Hendricks Lapierre. Let's hope this is a sign of bigger things. With any young player, you see peaks and valleys over the course of the season. We talk about consistency. I thought early on in the season he had some things. Uh, he has has to be, but he has to work on his game. He's a student of the game, said Bears head coach Todd Nelson, following Saturday night's 5-2 victory over the Checkers. A, symbol, a symbolic wall is often encountered at some point during the most AHL rookies' first season, as we touched up two weeks ago from here. The season starts off fairly well, but somewhere along the way, there is a sizable drop-off. Production sinks, injuries occur, and overall performance diminishes. LaPierre hit that rookie wall at the start of 22-23. That was also the assessment of J.J. Regan, one of the first interviews I did on this network, is he said that LaPierre and McMichael were good, but they weren't sustainable. That's what this piece touches on as well. Around January, February, it looked like like he hit a wall. He wasn't moving his feet like he was around Christmas time, added Nelson. And then he got banged up a bit. And I think that may have helped out uh, just to get out of the way of the game and get a mental break and a physical break from the game because the way he is skating now over the last couple of weeks has been outstanding. He's elevated his play. He got rewarded with three goals tonight. That's great to see. And it is. I kind of ultimately know that that's what Lapierre has in the tank. You know, he was drafted high. Same thing goes for Connor McMichael. And both of those guys have just taken the right attitude that, you know, they've gotten tastes of the NHL. They've played on the NHL ice in preseason, in brief limited roles during the regular season, the past couple of years here. But can they ultimately... You know, can that transcend to the NHL? That is the big question out there because oftentimes it doesn't translate. Um, and, you know, one of the things that Braden Holpe said one time in an interview is the line between the AHL and the NHL is razor fine. And that's true. Braden Holpe is proof in the pudding that, you know, he killed it down in Hershey. He came up to the Capitals and was, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and say one of the best Capitals goalies of all time. And I don't think that, you know, that's a bold statement to make. But just a, a good example, you know, John Carlson and Mike Green and these guys that have worked their way, Martin Faravari, that have worked their way from Hershey to D.C., it is possible. It's just um, part of it is the player, and part of it is the reluctance of Coach Peter Laviolette, and before that, Barry Trotz, um, to want to get younger. Um, and, you know, part of it is, and whatever it is, it's philosophy and how you want to view the game, is that Laviolette and, and Trotz have just kind of both been on their respective teams. Trotz was the same way for the Isles, reluctant to get younger. 
And subsequently, now he is a GM for the Nashville Predators. I'm not going to ever diminish what Barry Trotz did for this team. He got him a Stanley Cup at the end of the day. Um, but, you know, it's just, you know, maybe they could do things to do things a little bit different. If you take a look at some of the young teams out there that are playing very well right now, playing in the playoffs um, or on the cusp of be, doing great things, you take a look at the Sabres, for example. I do believe the Sabres are on the cusp of doing great things. Is They are teams that are not afraid of getting younger. Part of it is because the Sabres don't really have a choice. You know, they traded away a lot of their veteran players in, in favor of getting draft picks and in, in, in favor of trading, you know, to get these young players. So some teams are all really all in on young players. And don't get me wrong. I don't think the capital should be exclusively young players. I think a fine line of having young players sprinkled in with some veteran talent, some leadership is what, you know, is best for any team. Um, I think to a certain extent, some teams have gotten lucky. You take a look at the Boston Bruins, for example, and I'm going to go ahead and say lucky to a certain extent. A great record, you know, in the NHL this season, of course, but they're an older team and they found a way to sprinkle in some younger talent uh, and find a way to, uh, to, to play better. You know, the same thing goes for the Isles and the Penguins, two other older teams, two other teams that are a bit reluctant to get younger. But the Capitals seem to me, to a certain extent, one of the teams that has their heels most stuck in or dug in the ground as far as wanting to get younger and why that is. I don't know. Maybe they, they perceive that the talent that they have down in Hershey doesn't cut it. And you know, it's not going to, you know, who am I going to set? Am I going to sit down? Uh, uh, you know, am I going to make a Nick Backstrom a healthy scratch? Am I going to make Nick Dowd a healthy scratch to put in Connor McMichael tough questions to have to answer. And that's kind of why I've spoke of the last couple of weeks about this team needing to make changes, move some of these players from the equation, these players that are not, they're not going to be what you want them to be. I know that a lot of Capitals fans in their hearts want Tom Will, or excuse me, want Nick Backstrom and TJ Oshie to relive, the, relive their uh, former glory. It might not be the case, and you're going to have to move on from that. And that is going to open the door for either a young player from Hershey or down in Carolina, or, you know, maybe a young draft pick, or maybe they will trade to get a really great NHL ready player right now. In any event, this team needs to. Uh, find a way to win. And they're going to be able to do that in part with a Hendrix LaPierre, which is what this segment is about. A Connor McMichael. This team has to stop the reluctance of wanting to get younger. Embrace it. Uh, it's seen around the league. And I think that, you know, those are the steps that are going to need to be taken uh, to get this team to the next page. I mean, we all collectively as Caps fans need to take the page and turn it and say, looking on this side of the book here, you know, the pages that have already been written, 2018, we will ever remember what you did for this team. Now let's take that page and turn it over and talk about the future because the future is staring us square in the face, whether we like it or not. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen today. Now make your second listen Locked On Game to Game NHL every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game across the NHL with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Locked On Game to Game NHL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you find your podcasts. Listen, I would love to chat with you guys even more about the Capitals. You can join me on subtext. There'll be more information in the show notes. So once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. 
when you're using your favorite podcatcher, if it's Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, wherever, make sure and hit that follow or subscribe button. That way you will know when the new podcasts are available. Then when you're done there, hop on over to YouTube. Yes, this is also available in video form and hit the subscribe button so we can get those subscribers up, 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 up. And I have you guys to thank. So once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked on Capitals. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you next time.